As the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Welcome back, guys. This is Ethan, per usual, with Garrett. Uh, we are sharing the mic, so there might be a little bit of pause in between. But uh, yeah, we're in person, finally. Let's go. Yeah, we finally moved back and forth, and now we're going broadcaster style, passing a mic back and forth, <laughs> because nothing's set up in my apartment, but at least we have chairs right now. Today, we're going to be talking about some uh, side hustle ideas and, you know, how to be thrifty. Ethan, how about, how about you start us off with the side hustle? Yeah, so we were actually uh, catching up getting dinner uh, the other day, and uh, just started talking about it. And so some side hustles that we mentioned, and we'll get, and Garrett will touch on some as well, because he's actually partaking in some. Um, but the idea of basically like using the talent that you have. So I like to budget. Um, so maybe going on Fiverr, creating a template for budgets or budgeting, and then selling like a downloadable PDF or I guess Excel sheet where you can kind of put in your own touch and your actual own numbers. Um, so that's something like just selling a service on something like Fiverr or um, Etsy, something like that. Or even like another thing that I've thought about, you know, because I just moved to Franklin, you know, outside Nashville, a little hipster town, um, going to like these thrift stores and finding or flea markets and finding cool stuff and trying to resell it. Um, I know several people have done that in other places. And, you know, there's just everybody's coming here. A lot of hipsters. It's just something something to think about. And another one that I currently do is Instacart, which is pretty much just like DoorDash or Uber, Uber Eats or Postmates or whatever it is where you are. Just pick that up. No one's above driving and doing a basic service for a little cash here and there. I mean, I got paid 20 bucks today to pick up 12 gallons of milk for a coffee shop. And it was an easy 20 bucks um, and worth it. Um, and no one's above that, and it always helps out your bottom line. Just getting some extra extra change on the side, make ends meet, get some extra stuff. You know, today Ethan and I are using that to play some golf, to lose some balls and lose our temper. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, you know, it's gonna be a little, might be a little rainy. Still be a good day though. But um, Ethan, you had one that you did for a little bit while you were in school. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've got an example, yeah. So an example that I've done, um, maybe not the one Gary's thinking of, but the one that I've definitely done is uh, during, during COVID, I started buying and reselling sports cards, which uh, was actually on the cards that I did sell were pro- was very profitable. Uh, obviously, there's inventory with that, so some that you just don't sell, you don't move them, uh, and that's like a cost that you just kind of got to eat. Um, so it is a little riskier cause you know, you're buying and selling and the market can go up and down. So like during COVID sports cards were super, like that was a bump in industry, I guess, if you want to call it that, like reselling them. So, you know, for an example, I bought a Michael Porter jr. Card, best player in the NBA, 
um, was back then as well because that was during the NBA bubble, and he was popping off. And um, bought it for, like, I think I bought two of them. They were, like, just his rookie card, Prism rookie card, and I bought two of them for, like, 50 bucks, I think, total. And then I sold. He had a really good game, like, a week later, and I sold one of the two for 80 bucks for just it. So I made my money back plus 30 bucks. And so Michael Porter Jr. was like one of my favorite players. So I was like, okay, I'll just keep this other card since I like him in general. And I, I mean, I basically got the money back for both of them plus the 30 bucks. So I was like, why? I don't even have to sell this one if I don't want to. Um, and that was the good thing about it. But I think I ended up selling it and just broke even on that one because at that point, you know, it was profit. So. You know, it was a good it was a good little thing to get your mind in like, oh, this is like how running a company is is you have industry you have you know, or you have you're investing in a player, if that player does well, obviously you can sell it for more than you bought. If the player does bad, you're losing money, and then you have inventory on that and that can suck cuz you're just having to eat it. Um but I ended up getting out of that like my sophomore going into my sophomore year of college and I sold like the rest of my collection that wouldn't move uh on ebay for like 300 bucks at some local card shop which i thought was a ripoff i thought i could get like 500 bucks but i was just happy to move the inventory i kept the cards i wanted that were like pc or personal collection cards of players i liked and so i i mean yeah it was it was a good learning experience i think i probably net negative but learned a lot so (laughs) the best experience the best experience is also don't always have a profit but you learn a lot um, I was thinking of the sneakers too. Mm-hmm. We both did that, but you were a lot more successful than me. I think I only made like forty bucks on like eight pairs. You know, it was rough and small margins, and you had like three or four flips and probably a hundred dollars plus profit. Kind of jealous, but um, that and you know when Shopify was a big thing, I had a couple stores in high school and freshman year of college they failed and i was net negative but it was a learning experience and it was entrepreneurism and that's a always a valuable skill that can apply to any industry and kind of with the idea of making money to make ends meet and things like that we want to talk about thriftiness so as we've mentioned i just moved to a new place kind of low on fundage um and doing stuff on the side to get extra stuff and be able to play golf and buy plants because I really like plants and cooking and coffee and things of that nature and don't have to pay for that out of my own income. Um, and Ethan, going into his senior year, looking at, you know, getting out the nest, going on his own, is going to have to start being thrifty in his own right um, and saving up for that because, you know, renting is expensive wherever you are. Um, but, you know, some some of my favorite things to to be thrifty it's Aldi's. Aldi's is my favorite grocery. It's the cheapest, freshest grocery I can find. Um, you know, in this hipster area, I've been experimenting at the new groceries like Publix and Whole Foods. I've been to Trader Joe's yet, but I, I, I think those are more about a nice grocery than cost-effective. Um, and as much as I hate to say it, Walmart is incredibly cost-effective. I hate Walmart with everything in me, but man, it's cheap. Um, I just it just feels like a wasteland every time I go in there I see like a new breed of human that I didn't know existed and it's a scary place and I'm not a fan of it but it is thrifty and very budget friendly um, but Ethan what are some of your favorite ways to save money yeah for sure so I'm not very good at saving money so uh, 
in, in when it comes to going to certain places to that are cheaper than others, I'm not very good at that. And so for that reason, knowing that about myself, I tend to just cut the funds off. So like, I'll just put it in, a, in an account that I'm like, okay, I'm not going to touch. So like something I did when I first started college was I opened up a Roth IRA. As soon as I turned 18, it was like maybe four or five months after I turned 18. So I, op- I opened up a Roth IRA. And with that, from my knowledge, you can't pull out without it being an air, like a, a fee, like a tax or something, um, which I think we have episodes on the Roth IRA that talk about that, and you can go back and listen to those. Uh, we'd love that for us because that's great, but uh <laughs> helps our plays and downloads. But anyway, so when I put money in there, I tell myself, like, I can't pull this out, and so I don't touch it. And so that's just an easy way for me to – limit how much I spend because yeah we're young uh, we don't have as much bankroll as as older people that have worked in the industry for longer or any kind of industry or whatever but um so you know I I still go to Target even though it's stupid expensive and has controversial items and I still go to you know Kroger like you know Walmart Walmart is a place that needs to be utilized more for people and it has a bad stigma around it because yeah it typically is in areas that are a little sketch it typically looks a little sketch on the inside the people are very interesting looking for sure like Garrett says so you know but that that, that needs to be utilized Aldi's same same situation Trader Joe's is definitely not something I would choose if I was on a budget because or a tight budget because I went there with my girlfriend, and she bought, like, five items. It was, like, 50 bucks. I was like, uh, okay, I'm not coming here ever. Because they're big on, like, these brands that no one's heard of that are, like, super healthy, like, non-GMO. So, I mean, yeah, if you have the money to, to go for healthier options, go for it. But uh, most normal people that are working a 9-to-5 do not have that option. But, yeah, no, yeah. So, I, I want to touch back on one thing. The shoes, definitely awesome. Uh, I made 100 bucks on one pair. Shout out my little in my fraternity. He sold them to me for a good price, and they didn't fit me. And I didn't put them on my foot because I knew they wouldn't. So I, <laughs> I got lucky there. But, but uh, And then I'm trying to think. There was one more thing that I wanted to say, but I forgot per usual. So uh, I'm going to hand it back to Garrett. Circle back. Yeah. Um, another thing is uh, grow your own stuff if you can. I just started a little garden on my porch, and it might only save me you know five ten dollars if it even sprouts but it'll be worth it it'll be five ten dollars i can put anywhere and um help me hopefully in the long term as i get better at it because it's not easy to have a green thumb i've i've killed my fair share of cilantro i don't know why it's the thing i keep trying to grow because i like to eat it and stuff and i keep killing it um but cooking your own stuff is so much cheaper than eating out all the time or if you're at school go to the cafeteria instead of chick-fil-a um things of that nature just just look for look for savings where you can find it and don't buy what you don't need and i do i think target honestly is is kind of cost effective at least the their brand stuff the good and gather brand food is at least cost effective you know not i can't say for the other stuff but like their eggs are pretty cheap dude i bought at Publix 30 eggs for four dollars that's crazy because not long ago it was like seven dollars for a dozen but take advantage of savings when you can change your change your diet to what's healthy you know you don't or healthy and cost effective like you don't have to do ramen but um eggplant's not expensive and you can do a lot of tasty italian stuff with eggplant or whatever it might be 
you know, um, don't buy the, something I didn't realize for the longest time at Kroger, there is spinach that's not in a box and it's only a dollar, but if you buy like the box baby spinach, it's like five bucks and goes bad in three days, but you can just buy the cheaper one and it's just as healthy. And I didn't know that. So just like be on the lookout for areas of improvement. Um, but this one's probably going to be a little shorter one today. We went kind of long in the last episode and uh, still moving stuff. A lot of busyness and trying to beat the rain before we golf um, and lose our minds on the course because that's how golf is. But, Ethan, do you have anything to add before our stock pick of the week? One more thing. One more, one thing. more thing. Yeah. So something I wanted to talk about real quick was obviously inflation is what's making prices super, super stupidly priced. Like they're just way too high. So – Something that, what's happening, we've had three waves of inflation. I'm not going to touch on the other two because I don't want to run this too long. But the third one, which is what we're in right now, is mainly, you know, the Fed has cut inflation from 9.5 or whatever last last summer to like 4% on CPI, I'm pretty sure. And so they've cut it in half, which is great. But the reason why there's still that higher inflation, which is, you know, higher than the 2% goal is because... These companies have gotten used to their profit margins being high and being able to charge a certain price. And so they're trying to engrave in the consumer's mind, hey, price. this is just how life is. Inflation is just a thing that's going to be high for the rest of our lives, for the short term or the, even the long term. You know, This is something that we just got to get used to and put in our budget. But that is not okay. And you got to realize as a consumer that if something's more expensive by a lot, like gas or whatever it may be, Look for other alternatives. If you're in biking distance to your job, bike. If you're in walking distance, walk. If you are if you have public transportation, pay the two bucks a day or whatever to do public transportation because you'd be spending more on gas if you were driving to work. And so definitely limit how much you spend on these items that are way too expensive. Uh, you know, gas is something I'm trying to limit how much I fill up because I know eventually the price is going to go down. And so it's the same thing with stock. If you know the stock price is going to go down, why would you buy it now? And so you, need, you just need to push off your consumption for as long as uh, comfortable, I guess. So understand that these prices are only as high as they are right now is, uh, because companies are trying to boost their profit margins for as long as they can, and they don't want to cut back. And so eventually they're going to have to because people are going to start to be like, all right, this is not okay. Like, we need to cut back on this kind of spending. Uh, I saw something where middle-class families who typically do not go to Walmart, it's usually the lower class that go to Walmart, which is okay. It's not a bad thing to go to Walmart. But more middle and upper middle class and even you know higher class citizens of the United States are going to Walmart. Uh, and that's showing how back-breaking inflation has been um, for everybody. And so push consumption, consumption back as far as you can and being comfortable. I'm not saying starve yourself, but, you know, find other ways to spend your money that's more cost effective. Or if you're going to spend 20 bucks a day on food and you know that because you like to eat out, then do Instacart for an hour and make 20 bucks and pay for it that way. Just or, or whatever. Find a side hustle or a gig that will pay for a meal a day or more. Um, and just make sure the money you spend is being covered by money that you get. Don't go into car- credit card debt or some stupid debt because you want to have all the consumption right now. And that's all i got to say. So stock pick of the week is? Stock pick of the week is uh, it's one of Ethan's favorites. I don't know how we haven't talked about it on the show before. Um, 
but it is symbol DN, um, selling for about four dollars and twenty cents right now, and it's these nuts, these nuts, these nuts. It's going round and round I'm getting busy, getting nauseous Like I'm going round and about I'm searching through the lost and found I can't be found I'm way too high up off the 